1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Catholic Women Now. It's our first show back after the break, and we got some exciting news this, today to share with all of you. We, since it's the new year, and everybody's always making New Year resolu- resolutions. So I don't know if any of you have heard that Man Up does Exodus 90. Yes, and I always think, oh my goodness, that sounds hard. It sounds hard, but it's not. I mean, I, I think we can do this. What we want to do, the Nivena 90. It's Nineveh the, the, 90. Nineveh 90. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> you said Nivena. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, the Nineveh 90, and it's a, the female version of it, and so we're going to talk about that today on the show, and it's starting January 21st, so you have time to prepare
2: mentally, time to prepare prayerfully of joining us in on this. Yes, and you can put it on your Facebook so that everybody knows you're joining us, Right, right and that will be an encouragement to us as well, because... I'm going to try it, too. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how we hold each other accountable
1: and how the support for that in a little bit. But our guest today is going to be Anna Yorick, and she's a focus missionary. If anybody doesn't know what focus is, it's Fellowship of Catholic University Students. They go on university campuses and work with the Catholic U- Catholic And do U- amazing students. things. They do amazing things. And she's a missionary at Iowa State, and she did it with a group of... young college girls last year and she's going to share with us her experience why they did it, some of the um, fruits that can come from it, general fruits that can come Mm -hmm. from it.
2: Answered prayers that come from
1: it. Answered prayers and just the whole purpose of
2: Nineveh 90, especially for women. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, actually, Nineveh ninety is considered co-ed. As I was reading, it can be, it was yeah. made for men and women, but usually the women have kind of glommed on to the Nineveh ninety, and the men are doing the Exodus ninety. Yeah, so, so I'm excited about this. I mean, it, it is a commitment, and we Chris and I have talked about it. It's like Ugh. you know what the the fruits just for my health, I think, will be huge. Well, let alone spiritual health. It's
1: just, it's a well-rounded. I mean, yes. Spiritual, human, health, it's all good stuff. That's right. Well, should we start with prayer first?
2: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, please pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And as we do, Nineveh 90, pray hard for us, Mary. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. I te- detected a little worry there, Kiraz. <laughs> well, we're not gonna use that word. We're not gonna use that word. We're just gonna pl- we're just gonna plow forward. That's what we're gonna, oh, do. Right. We're gonna do. We're that. doing it together, too. That's right. Let's say thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services, wonderful woman who is an authorized independent agent. Um, She has health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, and she does a great job of making insurance simple for you. Um, One of the few people who is doing it still, you know, so if you need somebody to help you through all the stages of your life, you can go find Cindy on the web at CindySchulte.com or 515-226-2111. All right, so here's the moment we've been waiting for. We have Anna Yurik on the line here.
1: She's a FOCUS minister, missionary, I guess is what you call yourself, Anna, at Iowa State University, and FOCUS stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. And Anna, you are here to tell us a little bit of how you did this Nineveh 90 with the college girls that you work with.
2: Yeah, just tell our listeners briefly what is Nineveh 90. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely.
3: First of all, thank you for having me. It's a huge blessing and privilege to be able to talk about this with you and your listeners um, definitely bestowed a lot of graces on me and the women that did it um, in our lives. Um, so yeah, basically Nineveh 90 is a spin off of Exodus 90, and overall, the purpose is for women to really realize their identities as beloved daughters of the Lord, and that they don't need to find their identities in things of the world, um, whether that be men or social media or food or whatever it is, sort to really um, put ourselves in a position to detach from things of the world and... To understand better how to use those things to glorify God um, versus attach them in an un- unhealthy way.
1: Well, I love how you put it, it's a lot of um, involving of our Blessed Mother as she yes. is, you know, the ultimate beloved daughter. And Chris just kind of <laughs> invoked her help here. Oh boy. On this onset here of what helping us with I'm, this. I'm going to need it in the new year yeah. if I'm
2: doing this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, absolutely. She, I mean, she was the most detached woman that ever walked this earth. So it's fitting to pray to her, especially during this 90 day regimen. There we have going on.
2: So it's a 90-day prayer, and there's a lot of fasting that's part of it. Um, and so let's go to, through what, what the elements it. Because it really it. develops a freedom.
3: Yeah.
1: So tell us a little bit about the elements in Nineveh 90. I'm sure everybody's wondering what that is since we've been talking about this built-up here.
3: Yes. So kind of on a practical level, how it works is for 90 days, we had um, a group of women commit to intense prayer and fasting and to really go deeper into finding freedom to love and be loved by the Lord, and what this looked like was committing to meeting weekly uh, for about an hour as a group, and then within that group, having one other person hold you accountable in detaching from these different things, and then with that, the whole group um, would commit to fasting, and there was a lot of different things we did. Some of them were um, no snoozing, no alcohol, no desserts or sweets, no soda, um, no Netflix, no social media, no leggings, no complaining. Um, and then, like no music either. So, really, just putting ourselves in a position of silence and solitude with the Lord to be able to hear His voice. Wait, I uh, need to ba- I need to
2: back up. No leggings and no music. So, was that yes. something you added to me to the needs that what you
1: your your demographic of your group with the young college students? Because no leggings is not a problem for me. Right.
2: My right. Age, but <laughs> Although some yeah. of our jeans are pretty tight these days, they could look like <laughs> leggings. I'm wondering.
3: Hey, you could always add that then. Um, yeah, we specifically added it for college students because if you walk on a college campus, literally every um, woman is wearing is wearing leggings, and it's just kind of a way to put ourselves in a position to be countercultural. Because as young Catholics, um, it's just it's really difficult to live out the faith. You know, you're you're young twenties and you're really striving to have a daily prayer life, to go to mass, to share the Lord with people, and this isn't a normal thing for young college women to do. So being able to Go con- be countercultural in these smaller ways, like not wearing leggings when everybody's wearing leggings, kind of like tells these women, then, like, hey, if you can do this, you can probably like share Jesus in a conversation. So, um, so it's kind of warming them up for that.
2: So, Anna, okay, what led you to Nineveh 90? Was it just to be countercultural? I'm, tell our listeners kind of what was the catalyst.
3: Oh, sure. Um, so I have a background. I graduated from the University of North Dakota in counseling, and I really just have a deep desire for um, detachment, I guess you could say. And first semester on campus last year, I had multiple women come to me and open up to me about struggles of pornography and masturbation. And this is absolutely incredible an amazing miracle grace from God. that this even happened because this isn't something that um, women talk about. It's kind of like deemed as a man's problem versus a woman's problem. And I think a lot of listeners would be surprised to know that it's safe to say six out of 10 women struggle um, with pornography and masturbation. So having women come to me, it was really on my heart to be able to do something about it, to be an instrument in the Lord's hand in bringing these women freedom. So there was a specific focus with our Nineveh 90 group um, of overcoming this particular sin.
1: Wow, that, that's very beautiful. What did you touch? I want to just back up a minute here, too, because um, some of the elements in the uh, practical of this, too, is we can't neglect the, the prayer life. So there's some prayer things that are involved in this, too, as well. With,
3: yes. You went over a few of those with us? Yeah, absolutely. We would not be able to do any of this if it wasn't for prayer. Because um, like I said before, it's all about knowing our identities as beloved daughters. And there's no way we're going to actually know our identity in our heart if we don't know the one who created us to begin with. So we commit to a good half hour of prayer every day, if not a holy hour. Um, it's kind of the, um, the the ultimate goal, right? So what that looked like is we did a 54-day rosary novena, which I would highly recommend. Very powerful. Um, along with that, we did Journey to Jerusalem, which is a Lenten meditation um, for 40 days. And then after that, we did a brief like eight-day Father's House retreat where we did Ignatian meditation every day. And then the last thing we did was our Marian consecration, um, the Totus Tuus version with JP2, which is absolutely incredible. I would recommend that one as well. Um, so it was a lot of <laughs> surrendering and Really praying for about some mother's intercession so, um, to be able to be in a position of freedom. So,
2: Anna, what if you are in an area where you do not have adoration every day that is easy to access for making a holy hour? Do you have to be in front of? Do you have to be in adoration for that holy hour?
3: No, I would definitely recommend it because of the power of the Eucharist and how the Lord is just yearning to be with us um, physically in his in his flesh. And if that's not possible, um, at least maybe to go to a church. And if that's not possible then I would really recommend even making a room in your house or like a closet space or something I like where that. you can just, yeah, have like a picture of the Lord, have a candle, just make it a place of prayer. Okay. Prayer okay. corner. Yeah.
1: Okay. So here's, here's the next thought I have because I'm sure people are thinking this through, how's this going to look like in my life? Well, what if you know you're maybe your husband or you have friends and they invite you out for, uh, to watch Netflix or they want you to invite you out for a glass of wine and they don't really understand what you're doing. How strict are you, are you with this? And, and yes this.
3: that is a great question um this is actually kind of a huge topic of conversation with the women that we did it with and what it comes down to is why are we fasting why are we doing into the 90s to begin with it's for the freedom to be able to love others well and to be loved by them so if, if your roommate your husband your friend comes over and they say hey let's have a glass of wine let's catch up or let's watch a movie together like absolutely do that even though you're fasting from it because you're loving them in that moment and you're fasting for the sake of love. So in that moment, if you have the opportunity to love somebody, then do that over,
2: over the fasting. Unless it's pornography that they want to watch. Well, right. certainly Before everything that's that. morally,
1: you know, right. upright. It's yeah. not
2: sinful. Yeah. Right. right. You want
1: right. to keep on the moral, morality. I love that because I think that's going to be a situation that arises for all of us because this is very countercultural. Very common yeah. culture on that, Miss, and can be great. Well, and someti-
2: sometimes wouldn't it be okay to say, Oh, I'm, I'm fasting, and then it, it it opens the door to tell them what you're doing as well? Mm. I think
1: it depends on the situation. Yeah, you know, you I, I think have to so. discern that with that you're person, right. you know, in your right. relationship
2: with them, too. So. <laughs> we're, we're not even allowing her to Is that correct, Anna? <laughs> yes, no, 100%. Really asking
3: the Holy Spirit, What do you want me to do in this moment? Yes. Yeah. Letting hand respond.
2: Yeah, that's very yeah. beautiful. Well,
1: so how about Sundays and Solemnities? I know, like in Lent, we're always saying, Hey,
3: Sunday, uh, you know,
1: Part of a Lenten fast or not, so how did you guys approach the solemnities and Sundays?
3: Yes, yeah, so all solemnities and Sundays, which are Sabbaths, um, are just a lax day of fasting. So picking two things to not have to fast from and being able to do those in moderation, but because of the nature of Nineveh 90, not saying like, okay, we're going to completely abandon Nineveh 90 for the day, um, but really just picking a couple of things and being able to use those to glorify God and put into practice moderation um, for after Nineveh 90.
2: Okay. Hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about how do you um, how do you do this (laughs) I'm thinking of of different times. Like I was talking to a friend who did the Exodus 90, the cold shower thing. To me, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Is that something you have to do in Nineveh 90? I know they do it in Exodus 90. Well,
1: I'm excited to talk to Joe later about that because he'll be coming and joining us. And if you just joined us, this is Catholic Women Now, and we're talking about Nineveh 90 and doing this program starting January 21st. So thank you for joining us.
3: Yes, so we did it a little modified versus Exodus 90. We did the last minute of our shower um, to offer up a Hail Mary. And in honor of those women that are doing it with you and you'd be surprised how easy it is to do it when you're doing it
2: with like a beautiful purpose of of freedom for these other women, it's not—it's not as painful. <laughs> so the last minute is cold. So yes. you know, and actually, listeners, no, this is something I just—I happen to know. When you do that, it actually is beneficial for your hair. I think I'm closes, doing it. it <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it. I'm doing it. It it closes off the shaft, so it actually is—it's healthy. It's a healthy thing to do, even well, for the hair. And
1: then when you and then praying the to the Helmer, to the Blessed Mother for that extra burst of grace there in that last minute. I love that. Yes, it's also <laughs> yes. a nice little distraction from the cold. Wow, water so. Yes. Wow,
3: that's really beautiful. Can you share a little bit
1: of generally some of the fruits that came from this?
3: Oh yes, that's my favorite thing to talk about. Um, actually, our, our group of women got together about a couple months ago just to talk about you know it's five months after we finished and what some of the fruits were. And overall, there was this just general consensus of detachment from the world and really recognizing in our lives when we are trying to distract ourselves from the voice of the Lord. It's like you had a bad day something happens at work, um, you're emotional about something, you're tired, you're hungry, whatever it is, then you just want to you know, go on social media or turn up the radio in the car on the way home or have a glass of wine, eat a cookie, have an extra piece of dessert, whatever it is. Um, those aren't necessarily bad, but so often we do those things to distract ourselves from what we're actually feeling or thinking. And none of us actually knew we did that until we did the 90. And now we have this beautiful sense of self-awareness. Oh, I'm going on social media right now, so I don't have to think about that thing that happened today. So First, what, I'm going what, do on media what do you do in place
2: of that? Is it Do you go to prayer? I, what, you know, how do you form yourself in that? Right. Yeah, pray. <laughs> it's really just
3: encountering your feelings, your thoughts in that moment and just saying like, okay, I'm feeling really upset right now or I'm really sad right now. And that's okay. Like, you just what do you want to say to me about this in it, this
1: moment? You kind of give yourself permission to have those feelings, but not, mm-hmm. but not to act on them and to distract from them.
2: And yeah, just be honest. Not our and be, yeah, yeah. I love that. And at the same time, you don't want to ruminate in those. Right. You, yeah. So, oh, so no. that prayer is so important. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and being able to talk to somebody else
3: about it too is huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the group
1: and the the meeting as a group and the accountability would be very helpful. The community. yes. You know, I just read something that, you know, addiction is not about being away from something. It's about going to connection. And so there's that Mm. connection in in the community. So Hmm. I love that. Hadn't heard that. Yeah. That's that's my
2: internet wisdom for the week. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, we have Joe Stapulis in studio from the Man Up show and he has been doing Exodus 90. I think Joe, uh, welcome into the studio.
4: Hey, ladies, how's it, how
2: are you doing? <laughs> he's, he's wanting us to turn up his, his no, mic. down. Turn oh, it turn down. it down. I'm Too me loud. Me oh, me me you know, John oh. Leonetti must have been sing, sitting in that chair because he always okay. turns it way up.
1: <laughs> so, Joe, you kind of inspired us because you got a group of men together doing Exodus 90 and talked about it last year as you went through it. And I'm, and as you were doing it, I'm like, we got to do this, women. We got to do this. So tell us a little bit about how you did it and yeah. wise reactions to you men doing it. So
4: – um. I'll give you the the genesis of this whole thing is Father Zach and myself, my co-host, Father Zach. Uh, we this was gosh, this was now three years ago, I think. It was Lent. We were getting ready for Lent, and we'd been talking about doing stuff. We'd interviewed the guy from those Catholic men just about the website. Hey, tell us about your website, the articles, and the end. I'm like, hey man, I saw you've got this thing called Exodus Nine. I'm like, this is insane. Do people actually do it? I'm like, it sounds like Lent on steroids. Like, like Why would someone do this to themselves? No, I'm yeah. so
2: with you about it being insane. Yeah. Yeah. It is.
4: And so we talked to it's him.
2: It's insanity for Catholics. Oh. we
4: made fun of them. We're like, We're not. well, no one would ever do this.
2: We're not monks.
4: Leonetti then, <laughs> on, we were interviewing him to say, hey, let's let's have you on to talk about Lent and make it into great Lent. And he challenged me on the air to do cold showers with him. I said, okay, I'm in. I'll do cold showers with you. I'm done. Let's do still... So I was in, mentally prepared for cold showers for- 40 days father zach at noon the day before uh, so there's a fat tuesday at noon calls me goes let's do excess 90 i go no he goes, i'm doing it and i'd like you to do it with me i have a three hour long drive after i get home it's about three hours later i call and go, i'm in but i want to bring a bunch of other guys down with us
1: that's a good idea
4: and so we emailed a bunch of people out we had a group of seven that all within you know that's a four hour time frame that all said they were going to jump in wow. so we had we went from two to seven and that group today is now twelve of us, and we meet every week. And oh, that's we're going wondering. through our third Exodus here in third. In, in, wow. in, third Exodus here in a little bit. So. Wow. so, tell me
1: about how your wife reacted to this, and the wives in the group, because yeah. that you, it, you know that would be a kind of a consideration. You yeah. know, you're not eating meat, and you're not watching Netflix, and
4: so that's a it's a, and a, a and great question, and I think that's one of the things that again, I mentioned to you guys some other time was that this was designed for seminarians, right? So, wives were never a consideration right. uh, in this when they put this together. I get a lot of feedback. I've apparently become the guy for X's ninety in, this, in the in the diet, so people ask me a lot of questions <laughs> about this thing. And one of the major pieces of feedback that I've shared with them, and they understand it, is the the consideration of a spouse is a big deal. Because if I'm not watching TV, and I'm not drinking alcohol, and I'm not having meat, and I'm not doing all these other things, but my wife wants to, it can create some friction within the relationship. Obviously, that's not the goal of what X's ninety is to do. I'm very blessed. My wife's a saint, and she just does everything with me. Well,
1: she's married to you. She's
4: well, yeah. Good point. She puts yeah. up with a lot. But I, <laughs> suffice the, the cold showers aside, she does not do those. Uh, and she's very upfront that we have four little that's, kids. That must, we have four little kids. Fun. She doesn't get a whole lot of showering. So, like, that's not you know not that's a daily only, thing as she gets to do.
1: That's her only time alone.
4: Yeah, it's her only time alone. She wants to enjoy her shower time. So that's totally fine. <laughs> So she, so she does everything basically about that. So I'm very lucky that I've got a spouse who likes to do that and, and and you know do the fasting with me and the extra prayer and all that other stuff. Um, but it is a consideration. I think that's what every person. So in in our group of twelve of us, you know, there's a variance between what people are are allowing themselves to do. Some people are very strict and won't will not move from the letter of the law, but others will say, "Listen, my wife wants to do X, Y, and Z." She wants to have a bottle of wine. I'm going to have a glass with her. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. so well, I think it varies.
1: And that kind of talks about what Anna talked about—the freedom. You of talked love. about it earlier, Anna, about the freedom to love in that moment. You're loving that person, and mm-hmm. and I think it's good to have a conversation with your spouse or roommates that you are doing this, so that they understand what's going on too, so that um, there's communication about it too. Yeah, as long as it's
4: not, as you guys kind of mentioned earlier, as long as it's not leading you to sin. If one drink is going, if, if one of your major battles is drinking, mm-hmm. and and you know that one glass of wine is going to affect you you've got to say no right? right. there's certain things right. and if you watch one episode of, of whatever it is people watch on Netflix whatever it is and that's going to lead you to two or three you, you've got to be able to stand up and say listen this is not going to be good for me I'd rather we do something else
1: and that's buy lots
4: of, my, my father-in-law is doing it he's starting right now mm-hmm. he watches a lot of TV and movies we're buying him Barnes and Noble gift cards because you've got to start reading like that, <laughs> you've got to replace it with reading because that's yes. basically what you're going to have to do Anna
2: yeah. yeah. any and, and, and books for the women out there uh, that you have read since doing this Oh goodness, yes. Um,
3: I would highly recommend um, Seven Levels of Intimacy. Seven oh, levels. I, That's Kelly. a good
2: book. That's a very and, good book. And, and
3: who's the author? Matthew Kelly.
2: Math. Oh, okay. It's one of his first
1: books. It's very okay. good. I gave it to my kids to read.
3: I'm going to promote another book here. Um, Who does he say that you are? I don't remember the author, but if you Google "Who does he say that you are,"
2: that. Is an amazing book, yeah, it, it comes down to knowing that we're a child yeah. of God. So we're, really, so we're going to do this, Joe,
1: okay. women, and we're going to. I'm
4: excited for you.
2: And so pray for us.
1: <laughs> and pray for
4: Chris. I pray she for really every. every I, my goodness! I, I yes. pray for everyone doing it. Everyone's in That's our. That's
1: good. Prayers. And we're gonna, And ladies out there listening. I pray for pray about doing this and joining us, yeah. and we'll put together a group, and we'll be doing some Facebook regular Facebook postings about it. And when are we, when is it, Joe, that you are starting?
4: Yeah, so we start on the twenty first uh, of January because that would then coincide with Easter being ninety days. And so, really for us, the big thing is the first time I mentioned we did it in Lent. It was a little weird then. We got so we were only do forty days of it, but we felt so good after about day thirty. We're like, we all talked to, we're not done. We want to do this whole thing out. And so then we were fasting throughout the Easter season, which is a little weird. You know, taking cold showers in the middle yeah. of Easter is a little weird. Um, but so then last year we did it. Last year we, we matched it up, and it's awesome. The halfway point is Ash Wednesday. Then you're fully going during Lent, and then you're ending with the best Easter of your life. Um, so, yeah, 21st okay. of January so, starting. When,
1: when you guys met on a month, uh, weekly, did you have, a like, a devotion you did, or was it more like kind of comparing yeah, so, and boosting each other yeah, up so and encouraging?
4: Yeah, you know, we, so we have a, a, a reading, generally speaking, that we're all – the Exodus 90 has a, a readings that we talk about in general, but m- the majority of the time is spent kind of doing a highs and lows, checking in. Oh. Okay, what 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 was the hardest struggle for you this week within the, with a within the the fast? Did anyone struggle with the fast? Uh, and then B, just in general, was there something that you struggle with that we can lift each other up with? And the second part of that is, okay, what went really well? What you know, did are the cold showers getting easier? Is is getting with, you know dealing with alcohol getting easier? Um, So we'll always talk about those, and we're always pushing each other into confession, pushing each other adoration. And, you know,
2: Anna, I don't think we covered this with you. You guys had accountability partners to do that very same thing, right? Right.
4: Yeah, we do the same thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. So
4: within our group of 11, uh, we then break it into pairs as well. So that's – I don't know. We don't quite do it daily, but you are supposed to. But it's, you know, we'll text each other, hey, how did it go today? So you've got more of a daily connection uh, with one specific person in the group, and then the group as a whole meets once a week. Okay. There was a group here. I got to plug. They met twice a week at six in the morning and they went to, they did mass and adoration and then two hours from six, twice a week. That
2: means they had to go to bed really early. Amazing. That's my question for both of you is how do you do the seven hours of sleep when you're, especially when you're a student or when you have little kids who are waking up?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, I think it's, you try to do what you can do. I mean, at some point you've got it. You, you try to schedule as much as you can. Okay. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Some of this
1: I'm gonna I can see for myself I might have to work into like the cold shower thing. I might have to only do like two or three times, but really hold myself accountable and with my partner to, to make it seven times a week, mm-hmm. you know, and just
4: one thing I don't to wanna it. I don't wanna bring the cold showers to me, they become kind of obsol not obsolete, but that, it is a very big thing going into it. There's a um you think of the band of brothers you grow closer with your small group when you're putting yourself through ridiculous things like that, okay?
1: <laughs> shared experience. It's a
4: major shared experience and you can laugh about it and you can talk about how horrible it was or whatever. So there's definitely helps the group bond as crazy as they are. Uh, and, you know, as you as she mentioned earlier, but offering up prayers, when I walk in, it is, what are my intentions? I mean, it is a very short intentional shower every day. I've got my prayers in my mind and we, we just, you just do it.
1: I need one of those aqua notes where you can write in the shower and <laughs> write them down. So when I walk in, it's like right there. Yeah.
2: Well, so, you know, we, oh, go ahead. I was going to say we have about 30 seconds, and I think, Anna, did you have any answered prayers that you guys got from doing the Nineveh 90? Did you see any of that? Are you, do you have any you're willing to share?
3: Yeah. We had a couple of different women offer up their fasting and their prayers for different family members, and <laughs> at the end of the 54-day Rosary Novena, they're... Family members literally had an encounter with the Lord, and it just
2: led to this beautiful conversion wow. in, the, getting in their God lives. Yeah, wow. Nice I love hearing that.
1: Joe, anything to add before we I, wrap up here?
4: I've seen tremendous, I've seen many, many people's lives changed. Whether it's whether it's pornography, whether it's alcohol, whether it's just they're already doing a really good job yes. and they need to clean their lives up, I've seen tons of lives changed because of this program. Wow. See,
1: that's enough. That's right there. I right. want to do it. Right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Joe, for joining us today. Happy to be on. <laughs> yeah. And then thank you, Anna, too, for joining us. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I we're grateful for Fred Haas Law Offices. Mr. Haas does an amazing job helping people through personal injuries, which happened accidentally, so in that moment you're looking for someone. Fred Haas is the guy. He's located in Des Moines, but he's assist clients throughout iowa 515-256-6301 or 888-338-6535 find them online at fredhaas.com fred double d haas double a and now take us out in closing prayer in name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen. amen dear lord jesus we're leaning in unto you and help us to help us Be holy, Lord, and help us to do your will so that we can lean on you to make us grow in holiness and detachment, that we can be an echo chamber and emptied out to reverberate your love and magnify your love to others, just as the Blessed Mother magnifies you as well. And we ask this all in your name, Jesus and Mother Mary, please pray for us, especially during this time of Nema 90. Amen. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: Thank you for listening to Catholic Women. Now we would ask that you consider a tax deductible no- donation along with your prayers for us as we continue to teach, evangelize and defend the Catholic faith. Listen to the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary. Start praying with us.
0: Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A and Farm Bureau Agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio.